and we begin yet again. Mm-hmm. Not actually giving news stories this time. I thought you were. I, no. I thought we were doing a special edition. Yeah, but I thought we were doing news stories too. I don't have any news stories. I've been sending you news stories all week. I know, but I was going to leave that for an actual news story edition. Okay. I thought we were just going to discuss. This is no, that's just... fine. Well, we can kind of do both or something. I don't know. Okay. I guess this works. Uh-huh. I mean, we won't do it for too long. Okay. And then we can do another episode later in the week of just later the actual the news. Later in the week, halfway through the week. We don't have time tomorrow night. That's why I thought you were doing news stories. I didn't, I, I had nothing prepared. Okay. I have absolutely nothing. Well, should we pause this and prepare something? I, 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 I guess then that wouldn't make it a special edition. Okay, so you want this to be a special edition, and then maybe we'll do another one after? That sounds like a plan. Fine, let's do it that way. All right, fine. So, yeah, as I said, I thought we were doing a special edition Mm -hmm. of essentially just trying to figure out what exactly just happened last night and today. Mm -hmm. Because it looks like Trump's the nominee. Yeah. It's pretty scary. Yeah. Yeah. I I just don't know. When it comes to this, are you supposed to get a passport now? or? We've discussed this. You know the answer. Well, they don't know it. They haven't so been listening to our, to our so uh, discussion. No, essentially the uh, passport, you can get a passport. And yet, it seems like a lot of people are trying to get passports right now, which makes it difficult to get a passport. Well, you haven't even tried yet, so you don't know. We, we haven't tried yet, no. So we have no clue of what the process is going to end up being. But that being said, I mean, just because Trump is the nominee doesn't mean he is our president. Right, but what, what are the alternatives at this point? The alternatives are Hillary and Sanders or a third party. Right. But, I mean, what if it seems like a big majority keeps voting for Trump. Well, it's interesting when you say a big majority because... Well, no, look. Polls, every, everybody does not like Trump, okay? Right. Like, we know that. It just seems like everybody keeps voting for him. Right. But if we look... And if you, you know, gauge based on that, the fact that people are clearly not paying attention to anything that's happening in the world then, like, you, you can't expect that to suddenly change. I mean, there have been enough issues already where, you know, I, I've thought, well, maybe people will wake up this time, and they haven't again and again. Yeah. So I don't, you know, just knowing how people work, I don't really expect that to just change all of a sudden. Yeah, because what's interesting, looking at Indiana's results... Trump won all 57 delegates. Mm -hmm. Ted Cruz got 36.7% of the vote. Mm -hmm. Trump got 53.3%, so as a result, he got all 57. Mm -hmm. Trump received 587,706 votes. 
Ted Cruz, 404,327. Kasich, 82,786. Looking on the other side of the coin, Sanders received 331,707. Hillary Clinton, 297,150. And it's crazy that Trump actually received over 50% of the votes. I think people are brainwashed. I really do. Yeah. Because I feel like, I mean, look at it this way. He's a businessman, right? Mm -hmm. Businessmen are trained to sway you. That's just what they do. Yeah. So you have a choice of either just following along with what he wants you to do, which is be swayed, or use your own brain, to put it bluntly. Mm. (laughs) But no one seems to be... Well, people are too busy. I'm sure there are a lot of people who are uneducated, you know, and and people are fed up. So they're all just, you know, feeding into the raw raw emotions and ideas that he's projecting. Yeah. Everybody's fed up, but there's a way to be fed up. The way to be fed up is, you know, I don't want to say, like, keeping with the system because, you know... Like, we, we all do know that the system is not really working very well right now, but, like, if you shake things up too much, you're going to end up with the opposite problem. Yeah. Like, you kind of... It's kind of like they say, like, with creativity and things like that, like, where you find the best ideas, you have to start from a structure. You have to start from a platform. If you just throw everything up in the air and, like, you know, don't add any sense to it, you're not going to end up with anything that means anything. It's it's just even amazing looking at Massachusetts primary <coughs> results. Mm-hmm. Trump received 311,313 people voted for him. Mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton and Sanders on the other end of the coin. Clinton won with 603,784. And Sanders 586,716. Mm-hmm. So, just looking at Massachusetts, you have 1.2 million people that voted in the Democrat primary, while only 630,000 or so voted in the Republican. Right, but they keep saying that Massachusetts is a Democratic state. Right. Like, that's just how people are going to vote here. Right. Well, I'm just looking even at Super Tuesday... Well, give give me another state so I can... Um, Michigan? Let's look at Michigan. Michigan, Trump won 483,751 votes. And Sanders won 595,222. Hillary Clinton got 576,795. So, in the case of Michigan, there was 1.324 million votes, and for the Democrat, 1.194 million. So, the Republicans actually outdid the Democrats in that primary. I guess it just depends where you are. The question also becomes, were there a lot of people 
that stayed home that could have voted. It could be, but, I mean, the other side of this coin is that the way work schedules work these days and players and everything, it's not like you're guaranteed that you're actually going to be able to be let out to vote, which is really sad, but, you know, that, that's what they do to you. Yeah. In, in some jobs, you cannot guarantee that you will be out on time to get to the voting place. And especially the way society is at the moment, like, I'm sure that in many cases that is what's happening. Yeah. It's it's kind of crazy. Just looking at it all. Rhode Island in itself... Uh, I just had it up. I don't know. It's just like, as I see each chart and information etc etc it it just kind of makes you sick yeah it's been making me sick all day when I first saw somebody posted you know like they give you like announcements on an iPod and stuff like I thought when they said that Kasich was dropping out I thought it was just somebody who you know misreported the news yeah and I was wrong Yeah, so here, this is fascinating about Rhode Island. Mm -hmm. Uh, They ended up having 61,000 or so vote in the Republican primary and the Democrat, 121,000. So, a lot more people voting Democrat. I, I know... I wonder how many people are just going to stay home for the vote or they're going to just follow through with party lines. I don't know what's going to happen because think of it this way. I mean, of the people who are left, right, you you know, it's not like you have a choice on the Republican side anymore. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you are very strongly anti-Trump, you know, you're either left with voting Democrat, which you may or may not agree with, or, you know, just kind of... Like you said, staying at home or, you know, pulling some random alternative candidate, I guess. Right. I mean, I really don't know what to do. I've been wrestling with this all day. You know, I, I don't really pick any particular side generally. It's not like I always vote Democrat or always vote Republican. It's like, you know, what makes the most sense? Yeah. What makes the most sense? But in this case, I don't know if I'm seeing either of them making sense. I'm on the GOP website Mm -hmm. right now and looking at just if there's anything on there about Trump and it's fascinating there's not a word about him. I'm looking at the GOP store and I see a bunch of campaign buttons that says I like Ike Keep cool with Coolidge. I'm seeing the commemorative convention GOP 2016 coin. The official GOP Vice President Dick Cheney cowboy hat. But this is all, it sounds like all old stuff. All old stuff, but it's just a lot of holding on to the past of the Republican movement. Mm-hmm. Reagan Bush 84 mug. Mm-hmm. A lot of elements with uh, Bush on it. The official George H.W. Bush socks. But it makes sense, because I think 
from what I understand, it seems like people who generally vote Republican are sort of older. Yeah. And probably do feel sentimental about these times in history. Hmm. I'm really curious to see what's going to happen, because, like, you know, we keep asking ourselves, like, do we need to find somewhere else to live, you know? Which is kind of a crazy question. We're not, like, about to just jump right now. We're kind of, that's why we were saying, like, we're going to, you know, at least have our passports so that if something really terrible happens, then we're not, you know, tied down. But I'm curious to see what people are going to do. Because from what I've been reading, like, this kind of thing happens every election, or especially when, when somebody gets chosen who people don't feel so favorably towards, where everybody's kind of like, I'm going to move to Canada, and then they don't do it. Right. So I'm curious if this time will be any different. I'm looking also on the GOP blog right now, and... There's nothing. Well, nothing about any of the candidates, or just Trump? I'm looking right now. No, it's just, these are how it looks like the delegates are appearing, but... And just some positive stories having to do with Republican values. But right now, it's just... It's but think a, about this, like, the other thing that's confusing is if they're all saying, like, you know, we're going to stand by the Republican candidate, and this guy is not even acting like a Republican, according to their values. I mean, it, I, I see, you know, they're all like, well, we, you know, want to make the Republican Party win, you know, anything to win, but isn't that in itself going against their values? Yes. I mean, how much are they getting paid to say that? GOP has on their Twitter page thank you to the entire Republican field for a hard fought race the party is now better for your efforts I don't know if they actually believe that comment I don't think they do and I also feel like there it was a very quick like turnaround from the attitude of we need to fight this and the whole party just being like, we can't let this happen, to all of a sudden, we're just standing by this guy. Yeah. Like, again, that sounds very shady to me. When people do things like that, when, when you just, like, change your opinion overnight without real reason, you know something is going on. Yeah. Even looking at the comments from people following their Twitter page... They're not happy. What do you mean? They're, there's some really disgusting stuff. Okay. That are that, that's on here. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, it's it's bad. What how they photoshopped about, their response about Trump. Or? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's. It's like somebody had a good time with that. Someone someone had had a good time, of manipulating Trump and really bad positions uh, best comment I see right here was the GOP Twitter feed taken over by the editorial staff at the onion mm. 
does have that look. <sighs> but like, what's different between this election and the last few? Even though like a lot of people didn't want Bush and stuff, it was like, it it was more so a case of well, this is embarrassing, right? Like people feeling like this is embarrassing. You've got a guy who can't really, you know, talk, you know, in a, in a grammatically correct manner, representing the country, and this doesn't look very good. But it's different when you have somebody who is just, you know, straight up bashing everybody else. Right. Like that's a situation where, you know, never mind people not taking it seriously. Like diplomacy will not happen. Yeah. And it looks like the Never Trump movement has completely and utterly failed. So weird. Because, I mean, we know that there are a fair number of people out there who really don't want him to win. Like, there are a lot of people we talk to who feel just as strongly against him as we do. And we're not about to, like, change our opinion just because he's, you know, pulling ahead. Which, you know, he thinks everybody's going to do. It's like, well, now they can't choose anybody else. They're just going to choose me. But it doesn't really work that way. Especially if a lot of people are unenrolled and they're just voting for who they think makes the most sense. Like, I feel like I'm almost in, like, a, you know, computer game where you're avoiding monsters or something. You just have to go wherever it's safe. I mean, some people are trying to steal the Never Trump slogan and use it for Never Hillary. And because Hillary's known for her buttons that says I'm with her or her posters that says I'm with her. And as a result, the Internet's writing the word never over those posters and buttons. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, it's a question of would you rather have somebody who's messing around with politics or having somebody who's messing around with lives? Isn't it's, it's, technically messing around with politics, messing around with lies? Yes, I mean, it's a classic, you know, it's a classic sort of ethical situation. But what I mean is if you have one person who is basically igniting everybody and causing them to bring out their worst, you know, the anti-Semitism and, you know, racial issues and stuff like that, um... So, you know, somebody who's bringing out those characteristics in people and making them seem legitimate is going to eventually cause people to be more violent and everything. You know, it'll just amplify the other issues. That's the problem. And, you know, somebody who is messing around behind closed doors with the economy and such, I mean, that makes it difficult on everybody, but you... You wouldn't theoretically expect an increase in crime. Mm. You know, it may stay stagnant, it may not improve, but, you know, get past this election and go to the next one kind of thing. I mean, I know that's not even really a valid point because, you know, they're saying, well, you know, it, whoever gets in is going to change the uh, congressional affiliation, right? I believe for, so. For a while. You know, whether it's Democrat or Republican. Hmm. I think it's, it's an even more complicated situation when you're Jewish because 
you know, we're looking at, basically on the Democratic side, you're looking at people who don't feel very positively towards Jews or Israel. And on the Republican side, you're looking at people who don't feel very positively towards anyone. I mean... It really puts you between two walls. I don't know what to do. The slogan has always been, never again. Right, but nobody's paying attention. You know, you have a whole generation of people who are not educated about the Holocaust. Right. Or, you know, people who are, like, not believing that it happened. I mean, it definitely happened. Hmm. I mean, Trump is still going to go to court. For his Trump University. Trump University. Right. He's going to have to testify. I'm sure he'll pay somebody to not talk about it in the media. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you want to talk about that? If you want. I mean, it's very disturbing to me. Having, you know, been in that situation, I mean, I, look, I I wouldn't, if I were any of those people, I wouldn't trust the guy just because his name is Trump. I wouldn't pay the university if, like, I mean, I I don't care about reality shows. That's not my thing. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if it's not an established school, I wouldn't go for it. Okay? That's number one. But number two, like, I have had the experience of, being a working adult in school, you know, where you're, you know, taking care of your family and going to classes at the same time, and that's a significant investment. So I don't blame anybody who went through that program for being angry about it. Hmm. Like, if you're going to invest in your education, you need to get something out of it, especially when you're an adult. You know, even more so when you're younger, you know, if you have parents who are paying for it. I've never really had that experience, so I don't know. But I know, like, you know, it's different. For example, when I was in high school, my parents were paying for my education, and I was, you know, being put in a school against my will. You know, it wasn't really a good fit for me, and, you know, as a result, I didn't really value it as much. Um, Whereas when I was out on my own and I could make my own decisions, it was, like, a much more serious choice. Yeah. So, you know, that's the problem with these things. Like, I, I would assume the kind of person who's going to that kind of university thing, supposedly, that he put together, would be somebody who's looking to change careers. When you're changing careers, you are, you know, you're very tight financially. You have to be really careful where you're putting your money. You know, it's, it's a very risky situation to be in. And I'm sure, you know, that would just further cause for people you know, feelings of, you know, whatever can help me, I'll try it. Yeah. Maybe this is what I need, right? Yeah. But it's still not fair. It's not ethical. Mm-mm. However much he wants to claim that he didn't do anything wrong, I mean, those are the kinds of things that will set a person back significantly. It's just crazy thinking about it, especially with Trump's history. I just reading an article from Alabama Public Radio, mm-hmm. and and it's interesting. Each state has its own unique way of discussing what went on, mm-hmm. and what they happen to mention that there was one point around the time when The Apprentice needed some advertising that Trump worked with. NBC and the World Wrestling Entertainment Group. Mm -hmm. And 
challenged uh, Mr. McMahon to the Battle of the Billionaires. And the whole idea was whoever's wrestler lost, the other person would have to have their hair shaved. Of course, Trump. Yeah. So Trump, of course, won in the Mm storyline. And the owner of the World Wrestling Entertainment Group had to have his head shaved. But what they're saying, even though it was an entire act that was put together, they believe it trained Trump on how to be a presidential candidate that the people love to hate. Mm -hmm. And as a result, creating more of a brand of himself. Even though he's pretty much vilified himself and lost so many endorsements. Yeah, but he's so arrogant that he doesn't, you know, it, it's not doing anything to him. Yeah, like... And that people can even accept, you know, that kind of personality is crazy. I mean, and just for the record, you know, he keeps saying, like, well, when I'm one-on-one or when I'm not at a rally, I'm a different person. I don't believe it. Right. I mean, there was somebody in one of my classes I've been taking recently who said that years ago she met him, you know, or what had happened to be in a meeting where he was and he was just as rude as he is, you know, on camera. Yeah. So, in other words, don't believe him when he says, like, you know, oh, it's nothing. This is not a real me. Yeah, here here are... Uh, quotes of items he said while he was quote-unquote acting. Mm -hmm. In 2007, he said to McMahon, I'm taller than you, I'm better looking than you, I think I'm stronger than you. Mm -hmm. Which, at that point, was not necessarily true. McMahon is a lot stronger than Trump, but Trump gave that illusion. In addition... He also mentioned to McMahon, your grapefruits are no match for my Trump Towers. Mm -hmm. Along with that, moving on, he, in professional wrestling, it's common for a wrestler to take out a bounty on another wrestler to help bail him out of jail. So... In a similar fashion, when the Trump supporter hit the protester at North Carolina, Trump suggested that he would help pay the legal fees, just like it would on the wrestling show. And the other element is that being in front of fans like that, that could turn on him at any moment, he had the ability to learn how to thrive off of the attention of a full stadium and how the entire process worked for putting on a show. Mm -hmm. So learning all this from wrestling is a possible result for how he decided to run his entire campaign. Mm -hmm. Going to the lowest common denominator... But that being said, the wrestling group that's out there, they have a lot of fans and a lot of people that eat up anything these wrestlers say, even though they 100% know that it's scripted, it's fake, and it's a soap opera meant for guys. Mm -hmm. So it's just the same situation of, of people sort of eating something up 
you know, as though it's reality, even though it's not, and they know it's not. Yeah. But the difference here is, you know, we're looking at politics. This is not a game show. He's made it into one. Right. Well, people are going to get hurt as a result. I just hope at the end of the day that all this worrying is for absolutely nothing. And I hope so, too. It's just it's like we've discussed, you know, in times in history, especially like before the Holocaust, you know, and people were in denial. I mean, there are a lot of parallels between how Trump runs his campaign and everything and how he talks and Hitler and everybody hates making that comparison. But like, you know, reality is reality. Yeah. And, uh, you know, basically what happened with the Holocaust is that people, you know, before before everything started, um, some people got ahead and got visas so they could leave, and they went. Other people were kind of in denial about what was going on, so they stayed. And by the time they realized that something was wrong and they wanted to get a visa, it was too late, and, you know, everything was closed up. Yeah. Which is why we're kind of looking at it as, you know, better safe than sorry, get the passport, you know, so that if, you know, things really do go downhill, which they may, you know, then you are, are not in a stuck position. I mean, yeah. I keep debating myself, like, you know, is that overkill? Like, is this just, you know, me overthinking it? But... It's hard. I mean, when, you, when you've never seen anything like this in your life. Yeah. And, I mean, it's not just me. I've heard people who are, you know, 50 years older than me saying that. It, it's... You really don't know what to do. Yeah. Well, I feel like we did a good job just getting it out there. So. For those that may not realize what's going on, because I don't know how close attention everyone's I think been problem, looking at the news. I think the problem is just that, you know, when you're working multiple jobs, as many people are, you don't have time to go through all the different news sources. Yeah. You know, you get home late at night, you know, maybe, maybe listen to, you know, one thing. So it's one perspective and um, it stops there. Yeah. You're half asleep. Exactly. The reality, you know, we're all like robots right now. We are. We're, we're in the world of robots. Right. I mean, the difference, like, in my case, I have an advantage right now because I'm more so working from home. So when I'm working, I, you know, listen to news and I listen to discussions and things that are happening all day while I'm working. So it makes me more productive, but also keeps me informed about what's going on. Yeah. But depending on, you know, the kind of job you're doing, you don't always have that opportunity. No, definitely. Well, I guess at the end of all this, we hope that if you, as I said before, haven't been paying attention, that this at least gets you to maybe look a little bit more at what's taking place, especially before the general elections, as we are heading towards convention and the general elections. Even if you're not into politics, I mean, this is like definitely a time to pay attention because things are getting shaken up to the extent that we might not be able to fix them afterwards. Exactly. If nobody's paying attention. Exactly. I guess I should just say the tagline then. Mm -hmm. uh, 
This show would probably have been better if I listened to my wife. So guys, always listen to your wife. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. We'll do a different show, though. Okay. All right. We'll see you guys next time.